Yeah, we're rocking and we're rolling here. Believe it or not, this is not the intro to Cuckoo Bananas. Even though it will be, we're going to bring in Lori Rock again. Yeah, this is not the intro to Cuckoo It sounds a lot like the intro to Cuckoo Bananas, but it's not. Uh, this is a very special episode of Cuckoo Bananas that you're going to hear. And I wanted to bring in the person because I think if it was just me by myself, people would not believe me. Mm-hmm. But we had sort of a moment when we recorded Cuckoo Bananas. Yes. And so I wanted to give a trigger warning that, Lori, you, you cry on this episode. Yeah, well, because I, I cry fart. So I was farting, and then I also cried, and yeah, no. yeah, no, I, I, uh, I had a moment, mm-hmm. and uh, it was an interesting moment, and um, well, was, I made a joke. Uh, I made a joke that didn't work. So I, I want to even before the show airs, I want to apologize to you again, again publicly for making you cry. It. But I know it was a joke, and everybody uh, listening, he, you know, it wasn't. At the time, I, I reacted differently, but, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, you you have all this stuff inside you that you're not sharing with other people, and then somebody says something that hits that. Yeah. And it just, like, it uh, opens the floodgates. Yeah. And you'll find out what, what we're talking about. But, yeah, d- trust me, Joe and I are fine. We're not... I'm not upset with him. If anything, I feel worse that I, you know took it so hard because no. I think it made Joe feel like such an no, asshole. No. Did you listen to me when I screamed at, Ho- at not Jose, at uh, George on the rumor mill? No, no, no. We all have our little weird things. Anyway, check it out right now. Couple of stories for me, couple of stories from Lori, and guess what? They're all weird on Cuckoo Bananas! Ah, uh, yeah, here it is, the host with the most from the best coast, the West Coast. It's Joe Batanz here with my ride or die chick, Miss Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Woohoo! I forgot to give you your intro. You are the goddess of glitz, gossip, glamour, and gore. Lori Roggenkamp here riding in my sidecar. Can you imagine us yeah. on a motorcycle with you in a sidecar, your beautiful locks blowing in the wind? Oh, I would hate that. Oh, I you would? Why? My hair blows in my face. No, the wind will be blowing it behind your face. Oh, no. It usually blows in my face. The one that will be blowing in my face is me later on at the hotel. Uh, yes! <laughs> would you ever let me blow a load in your face? No. By the way, based on our um, uh, Sydney Gay's convo, it's Joe One, Lori Zero. They're saying women can one hundred percent lactate spontaneously. They do certain things, so you know what that means, Lori. It's lucha de leche. I just love that a gay man knows more about a lesbian uh, than a lesbian does about whether or not women can lactate. Oh, I didn't like, say ah. uh, uh, I didn't say that. This was this is all coming from astute girl in humble pie and spiral queen. Maybe you. Oh if yeah. You went, if you I went on no Discord, to be honest if, with you, I don't know. If oh now look at how you're walking it back, walk it back from the I plank. Said I, I said I didn't know in the beginning. I said uh, I think you have to be pregnant, and I think there, but there, there is a psychosis. You can fake pregnant, where you can think you're pre- pregnant, and then you start to have, you start to produce milk. And I know that because I watched an episode of CSI where mm-hmm. the this woman thought she was pregnant with her father's baby. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, because she was in love with her father. <gasps> and 
she thought she was pregnant with this child um, because she uh, she masturbated on his bed and thought that made her pregnant. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you pregnant. And uh, no. Um, and uh, because if yeah. that were true, you'd be pregnant for me. I've I've actually broken into your house and masturbated on your bed. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why my sheets are so stiff. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the special kind of uh, starch that I use for your sheets. How have you been, Lori Rodney? Oh, that's, how, why, yeah. that's why you keep winking whenever you ask how my sheets yeah, are Yeah, I go, ancient Chinese secret, huh? Let me ask you this question, Lori. Um, I always thought it was weird that you were interested in my sheets. <laughs> but didn't you I just guess say that? I know. Oh, what uh? What question did you want to ask me? Wait, why did you just say the same thing twice in the same exact no. way? I said this, so that's why you winked when you asked me about my sheets, and then I and then I followed that up with, and I always thought it was weird that you asked me about my sheets. So it was two different things, same same joke, two different times. That's why I'm the. That's why you were at comedy. the Montreal uh, uh ask, what, Montreal Comedy Festival just for laughs. Yep. New faces. Were you new faces? I was fresh faces. Oh. I was, uh, they were doing this new thing where it was like people who didn't have representation, uh, were there. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, went as bad as well as you would think it went. So. Wait, everyone, everyone loves that, Lori. Everyone loves that TBS clip of you on fresh faces. Yeah, yeah. You know who doesn't like it? Anybody who can give me money. Oh, really? Anybody who can give me a job. Yeah. So I think you're not getting jobs because Eric Abrams loved you. Eric Abrams wanted to represent you, and then you would pull this weird shit you like, not, like you turning did not want to represent me, like turning down a gig to open for Greg for Greg Proops because you had a, a an open mic thing at Harley's in San Bernardino. First of all, I don't remember that at all. I remember, I remember one I was time so I sh- mad at you. I was so angry with you. I don't remember that at all. I don't even remember what you that, were talking about. That's I exactly. Never, if somebody asked me if I wanted to open for Greg Proops, I would open for him. I don't, I don't think that actually. Happened. I was with you and you were like, uh, no, Laura, I think you don't remember. Eric asked you to open for Greg Proops. It was on a Saturday night. And you're like, I told him I couldn't do it because I had to go. I had a spot at Harley's and I couldn't do that to them. No it was like a last minute gig. It was a last minute gig. It was like literally like four o'clock on a Saturday. He wanted you to drive up right then to the improv, open for Greg Proops, and you told him no because you had a spot at Harley's, and you said you couldn't do that to them, that they were always very nice. And I said, Lori, you're being ridiculous. I cannot believe you just did that. I was so uh, mad at you. Well, I have no, I don't remember that, but I will say there was a solid like month, two months where I would, I would be booked at the improv and I would go there and then they'd be like, oh, we're kicking you off because you know, uh, David Spade wants to do 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. then I'd be like, okay, well, I drove all the way up from Orange County. And then I just got sick of it. So I just, just you know, so mm-hmm. that, yeah. I don't remember that at all. But, and Greg, Eric Abrams never wanted to represent me. Greg, a- Eric Abrams loved you. I just had a conversation with Patrick Keen about this. Because Patrick Keen still talks to Eric Abrams. And he was like, oh, I was talking to Eric Abrams and we were talking about Rockin' Camp and he was like, oh, she was so funny, but man, but yeah, she was just too much. I was like, I know. What? Yeah, yeah. What? And what he, was I too much? What does that you're mean? You're just a lot. You're just a lot. You know, I was watching this. What? Lo- wait, wait. What does that mean? I was, I'm a lot. I made that story up, to be honest with you. I'm being honest. I made that story up. That's really hurtful, Joe. Why is it hurtful? Because that's not nice. No, but Patrick Keene that- has had a conversation with Eric Abrams about you. That is true. It was, that- but it wasn't recently. That was really hurtful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get. Uh, hold on a second. I can't tell if she's being real or not. <sighs> this is awkward. I will say for everybody listening. Oh, if, if I really hurt her feelings, that I feel badly. I will say this here, Afterthought Media. Uh, it's never disappointing here. It's never... <laughs> oh, I feel really bad. Oh, when is she going to come back? This is awful. I think she was serious. 
Oh, wait. No, she's really... <gasps> I think she's really crying. Oh, no, I feel badly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, I think she's really crying. I see her on camera. I think she's really crying. Here she comes. She's coming back. Okay, here she comes. Lori, put your put your mic on. Lori, yes. Okay. I am so sorry. I didn't really I was just being silly. Like I didn't uh, I know I know you didn't mean it. It was just a joke. It's just that it I've been really thinking a lot lately about how I screwed up my chance to to move forward. And so when you said that it just triggered a lot of stuff. Well, so what's I'm funny sorry. Well, what's funny is you didn't let me finish because you got emotional. This is, this is true. This is true. So the the joke that I told you was a half truth. The half truth is that Patrick Keene did have a conversation with Eric Abrams. It wasn't recently, though. This is probably about, I want to say, a month ago or something. That was a month ago. But he said he was talking to Eric Abrams. And uh, I don't know what they were talking about, but that Eric, that your name came up and Eric Abrams was talking about how fucking funny you are. He wanted to know if you were still doing it. And I go, and I told him, I go, I think that's, that's what it was. Is Pat Keene was like, is Laurie still doing stand-up? And I go, um, I don't know. I think she's focusing more on sketch and improv. He goes, oh, just talking to Eric Abrams. And he was talking about how few oh, asking yeah. about her. He was asking, how, it's just so fucking funny. But I just thought it was being funny right there. I didn't want to hurt your feelings, Lori. No, I know. I know you were just joking. It's not, it's more just a, a triggering thing than I have. I didn't so know that. I, why, it's why? Not, it's not you. It's not you. I'm sorry. No, you don't have to be sorry to me. You don't have to be sorry to me. Struck a chord. No, I understand. But, but what? But let's let's talk about it. What what is what's the chord uh, that it strikes? I just feel like I lo- I ruined my chance to you know to make it because mm-hmm. of things that I've done, and uh, you know just being um, I don't know. I just feel like I never really went full force with it. And so I just kind of feel like sometimes I miss my shot. Well, let me tell you something, Lori. No, 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 you didn't. Let me tell you something. How old are you again? 34. Okay. I was a little, I was only a little younger than you when I started doing stand-up. We all see how successful I was at it. And, um. Yeah, well, you were, you were actually pretty good. Dude, you were pretty successful. I mean, I, I think it was mostly just the fact that you hated it. Yeah, I hated <laughs> it. the problem. No, but what I'm saying, But though, I think if you yeah. would have kept going with it, you could have been a host or something. Yeah, so. and that's all I ever, but you know what's so funny is, I remember one time, uh, Chadwick, you know Chadwick? He's friends with Patrick Keene, right? Yeah, Chadwick yeah. Bozeman, right? No, no, Chadwick Clough. And oh. uh, he used to book Circus of Joy, and he always booked me, but he booked me as, always booked me as the host. I was always the host. And I remember he told me in front of a, another comic, I can't remember who the comic was, he goes, uh, but he said to me, like, oh, you're such a good host. You should, you should only always be a host or something like that. And then walked away. And the guy said to me, uh, uh, you know, uh, that's a shitty thing for him to say to you. And I was like, it is. I go, I would only, I'd be so stoked being a host. <laughs> like, I was like, I yeah. always like being a host because I actually like just going up on stage and, 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 uh, telling jokes in between the, um, comics and whatnot and and bringing the room back and whatnot but you know but Lori, you haven't missed your shot you do you think really think you missed your shot at stand-up i do why i just well it's a combination of things i think it's that i didn't go full force and so i just don't have the connections that i used to have and the second thing is i just don't think that what i find funny anymore is what people find funny i think that you know, there's there's some jokes that still work, but I think the majority of my humor is sort of, you know, not self-deprecating, but it's sort of like focusing on me. And I think comedy nowadays is just more like mm-hmm. weird, almost like matter of fact statements. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't think that, but, but I mean. But Lori, it's it- not. Lori, here's the thing. It's not the end of the world. No, but here's the thing, Lori. Here's the thing. And I'm going to play the comical sad music, but just because I feel naked if I don't. Because I don't like being vulnerable. (laughs) Um, Is Oh, don't say something nice to me. That's going to be a good weird. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 
is uh, everybody here afterthought loves you. Look at the look at the response in the chat room. Yeah, humble pie. No, said, all been really yeah, sweet. and everyone loves you. Like I think I don't remember what show it was. It might have been in private. I was telling someone that you are the best second seat I've ever had. Well, that's very sweet. Yeah, and and also look here's the thing too is humble pie said. Don't be sorry. This is our chance to finally cancel Joe. <laughs> and what's great about that is Humble Pie sacrificed herself so that you <laughs> could live, Lori. She's, oh, Humble, yeah. you're getting banned. Yeah. She she got herself banned so that you could feel better, Lori. That's a sweet Humble Pie. That's why she likes you so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can only take... Travi so Cosmo much. says, I laugh harder at Lori than I do 99, 99% of comics, Lori, and he considers himself a stand-up connoisseur. Yeah, but he also likes Olive Garden, so. Is that true? What are you going to do? <laughs> we just had a conversation about it. Um, No, you know, <clears throat> I really appreciate it, guys, and I'm sorry. Honestly, it wasn't, it, I wasn't trying to be, make you feel bad. It was just a, tr- it was just one of those things that was just a little... I've just been thinking about it a lot, and no, so you know, it just it, was a, a crazy moment. Isn't so. it weird? Isn't it weird that we all have these triggers, and we find it's it's yeah. funny because we find them out. I'm gonna turn my camera back on. I didn't know I'm at, I'm back at the desk. We find it out. Oh well, don't do no, that. No, 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 no. Well, I want you to see how rad my hair is too. We all find out these triggers on the air. Like I didn't find out about my own personal triggers, which is I don't like being called ugly. You know. Yeah. Um, and you all saw how I reacted to that. And on the microphone, we all make ourselves vulnerable. I really, and I hope you understand, and I hope you believe me. I was just trying to have fun the way that we do, where we no, take, I know, where we take no, the piss out of each other. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take this real thing, and I'm going to lie and say, like, really, Lori, let me prove to you it was a lie. If you listen back to the tape, I'm like, yeah, Pat King said that Eric Abrams. Oh, I like my, she's too much, and you're like. What does that mean? And I was like, uh, <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> She's too no, much. I, I should, I, I was just like, it just was one of those things where I just wasn't thinking. And then when I had time to process it, I was like, yeah, obviously you're joking. It's not, I, I know you, Joe. I'm not trying to say, and I, I know that you, you were joking. And, and I want you to feel like you can't joke around um, with me. It's just no. that, you know, I'm going to start crying a lot more. Yeah. And so, I know, no, and now I know you're a sensitive little baby. And uh, I can't joke around with you anymore, you know? By the yeah. way, Spiral... Well, that's the end of our show, guys. That's yeah. it. That's Notice the end of how, our... Yeah. Spiral Queen says, if it makes any sort of difference, I don't like weird matter-of-fact a matter of fact statement comedy. I really love female comedians who touch on relatable life experiences. So um, I guess Spiral Queen can relate to uh, someone whose aunt yells at her about forks. And yes. whose uh, biggest problem in her life is that the neighbor next door might have mold. Um, and the other neighbor doesn't bring their dog inside. So Yeah, and Laurie lives in the most peaceful neighborhood in Anaheim, and she thinks it's a, a hellscape at it's night. A it's a shit I, show. Yeah, I, I've been to this neighborhood during the day. It is so quiet, and you would think Laurie, the way it describes it, is it's at night it turns into the purge. Well, that Del Taco, there's always like some some dude just a couple days ago was trying to attack people in their cars with a hammer. Well, no, so. I, I will say that is a really weird thing that as soon as you leave your neighborhood, especially that Del Taco and that weird bar that you sang karaoke at. Yeah. Uh, and where I had I had my first kiss with a, a girl. Oh, I but didn't it was know this. For, it was forced upon me, so. Which is so funny because that girl called me and said that she just had a conversation with Eric Abrams and that he really wanted to kiss you, but you were too much. And then Grant Cotter stepped in. Lori. You know. Yes. Did, did I ever tell you about the time that Eric Abrams took me to, uh, oh, God, it was a burger place, but it was like one of those artsy burger places where you like picked your own meat and you picked your own bun and mm-hmm. you picked your own toppings. Yeah. And, um. I made the mistake of getting like a burger with like cheese in it and then cheese on the outside. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Eric, Eric Abrams here like talking about my future and all this. And all I'm thinking is I have to take a major dump. Like I, I, <laughs> can't. you know, and what? so he was like, 
he goes, uh, let me walk you to your car afterwards. And I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm going to go. I'm going to just go. And he's like, oh, you're going to the bathroom? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that you was know, the last it's so straw fun. for it's, him, It's so funny that you say that, Lori. I was watching this um, show, The Love uh, on the Spectrum. And yes. uh, there is this one on there who just totally reminds me of you. This one named Olivia. And I want to take a clip okay. of this. I want to take this episode of Olivia. All right. I, and she meets this gross fat guy for a date. Okay. Who's he socially awkward too. And I wanted to film it and send it to you. And I was like, this is me and you eating dinner. Right. Cause the fat guy's awkward. Right. This, he's a total dick. Right. He said, I'm a writer. Is that right? And okay. then, um, and then she's eating and she's like yelling at him and can't put food in her mouth and burping and farting. You know, the whole time. And he's like, oh, that's a yeah. thing that just happened, I guess. And um, I was like, oh, this is Laurie and Joe. This, if you guys want to know what it's like with Laurie and Joe at dinner, watch the first date Olivia has on. Uh, and okay, He walks up. I might have to pull up this scene. He walks up and he goes, hi. And she goes, oh, you're not you're not Australian. Oh, you're going to. They're Australian, Laurie. You're not Australian, that. And he goes, and because he's autistic too, he's all like, uh, no, I am. People always think I have an accent. He, but he does. He has an American accent, which is so funny. I know this isn't the Love on the Spectrum recap show, but I will say that two things. Later, she goes on a date, and there's an autistic guy who's really smart, um, Thomas, on her second date. She goes with this guy, Thomas. Who is legit hot? Like I would date him in a heartbeat. Can anyone find Thomas her okay. second date? Because the problem is another guy on the show named Thomas, so that always comes up. But the second guy that she goes on a date with named Thomas, he's very he's very on the lighter end of the spectrum. So he's actually uh, just lighter end of the spectrum. Like um, you would probably it'd be very difficult to for the, uh, an average person on pond medium to know he's autistic. Okay, but. Uh, but he tells her, he, he, he talks about how he learned, um, from his autism experience that a lot of people, um, a lot of autistic people learn how to talk from video games. And that might be why that first guy had an American, from movies and video games, why he had an American accent. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, that they learn how to talk from movies and video games. Oh, this guy was so fucking cute. He was like a thicker Ansel Elgort. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, all right. Well, Lori, it, I will say, I mean, this is this is what in comedy would be called very difficult because how do you then – it's like if it, – the equivalent would be as if, like, you're kind of a friendly comic and you lay into a heckler and have them kicked out and there's a screaming match and they're dragged out of the comedy room. They need to go, like, airplane food. <laughs> did I ever tell you I, I one time did a show right after a, a woman stabbed a guy in the hand? <laughs> No, but that's exactly the thing. Like, how do we go to like you know, man confuses piggy bank for daughter. You know, like how do you yeah. go to that? Like right after that, how do we? How do we? Oh, I know how. You know, Lori. I said I wouldn't do this for a while, but I feel. I feel we should. I really do. Uh. Are you? How are you doing right now? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, hold on. Um, I think I'm gonna need to do a bunch of things here, but um, but we need we need we need to bring this. We need we need we need to cleanse the palate, so to speak, right? And so, yes. um, I think the best thing to do is to make a phone call. All righty. Okay. Let me fade out of this. person answers. Oh, Virgie? What? 
Yeah, everybody, there's nothing that's going to brighten the mood more than my cousin Virgil. Oh, my God, you haven't called your cousin in decades. Yep. And uh, But for you, Lori, because your feelings were hurt, I know that there's no one that makes you feel better than my cousin Virgil. So I'm willing to talk to her on the phone one more time just to make sure that you uh, that you feel good and uh, you feel better because I, I know you've told me before she brightens your spirits. She does. She does brighten my spirits. I do find it in a song first before she, uh, you know, gets gets on the phone. What are you looking for, Joe? What are you looking for? I don't know what you're talking about, Lori. This is me, Virgil. <gasps> Virgil! Hello. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. Uh, Joe, I was just talking to Joe. He put himself on mute and he said that you were really upset. What, what, did, you know, Joe, I mean, Lori, you know, there's no one that knows better than I do about how Joe can be a total fucking asshole. What did he do this time? Uh, well, he was talking to me about all the dick pics he sent to his boyfriend. So oh. I just, you know, it was just exhausting. Isn't he like in Zoom classes, his boyfriend? Isn't he supposed to be like on PE or something or at lunch? I think he's, yeah, I think he's getting his crustable and uh, his and he has lunch time. I think uh, they get, and then I think followed by nap time. So, so um, Lori, but, so, yeah, go ahead. No, it was just a misunderstanding, and, and it was just a, something that I've been feeling for a little bit that Joe didn't know about. So it wasn't his fault. No, um, it is his fault. He's a fucking asshole. You know what? Next time he comes for you, just tell him, what are you doing with your life? You missed your shot. You know? You fucking mid-40s, living with your fucking goddamn parents, doing, like, little private oh. radio shows for who? For, for, for Humble Pie? Hey, uh, Virgil, do you do you think maybe you're you're holding some animosity towards Joe? Yeah, I am ha- holding animosity towards Joe. Do you know what that asshole did to me? No, I would love to know. Okay, I've never shared this with anybody. I started um, Afterthought Media. <gasps> what? And he stole it from me. He stole it from you. Yeah, I told him. I it, okay. I didn't actually start it. I had just told him I have an idea for um, a, a lesbian, a lesbian. That's I used. A, I put a D at the end of everything. A lesbian uh, podcasting network yeah. called Afterthought Media. I go. It's going to be an all female network, and the first show mm-hmm. I want is the Bloody Podcast. I want them to join my all female centric network. <laughs> and he was like, "What? Are, what are you going to call know, this? Yeah." I, I get it because whenever I think about afterthought, I always think like women are sort of thought of as an afterthought. Yeah. So that's, now well, I that's understand why, I, why yeah. you said that, why you named it that way. That's why I thought it. I'm like, they always think of women as an afterthought. Well, I tried to do afterbirth media, but it was taken. And, yeah. And then yeah. after, I, this was after Ellen was also taken, which is bizarre too. Because you, not many people know this, but you were actually afterbirth. Yeah, you people thought you were afterbirth, and then for the long time, yeah, yeah, were, and I would yeah. say, um, "Sir, this is a Del Taco. What can I get for you?" And they're like, "Oh, you're not a, a you're not an afterbirth taking my order." And I was like, "No, uh, you're clearly you see the beret, right?" And anyway, um, <laughs> but you know, so then I told Joe, you don't know this, but at the time when I told Joe, he had a really long, oily mustache. Okay. And he twirled no, it. It, it was it was weirdly comical, like he was in a Dudley Do Right cartoon. He twirled his mustache and said, <laughs> "Well, it won't be after thought for long, you know." And I said, "What? I don't know what that means." And the next thing I knew, he took all my ideas, and then he had the audacity to build his studio next door to my lesbian bar. Yeah. Well, and then now he gives you just crumbs, right? He just lets you DJ the the last ten minutes. Do you of, know how uh, much he makes response. me pay? You know how much he makes me pay for this? How much? He makes me subscribe to the Fat Camp tier. Oh my gosh! 
That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So let's let's circle back to you, Bloody Podcast. How did you hear about Bloody Podcast? Who hasn't heard about Bloody Podcast? A podcast about female centric murders who've done people who've done women who've done terrible things in history. I'm waiting for them to do yeah. me. I mean, I feel like. Wait a second. Are you planning on killing Joe? Anyway, Lori, uh, what other people have you covered? Have you ever covered, um, like, other female... You know, I'll tell you what. No one's listening, right? Right. I want to murder your pussy. (gasps) You know, my girlfriend and I have been going through a little bit of a dry spill. Well, I know. So one I've thing. been watching if I'm a there, lot more erotic I'm, novels. I know. If I'm there, there's not going to be anything dry in your house. Ooh, that's sexual. By the way, you know, there's something about you that I just I feel like I'm naturally drawn to. Let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. Would I be able to suck the titty milk, the titty juice out of you? All right. Well, now we've ended it. No, 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 now I'm crying again. Because uh, you know what oh, I no. say, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? You know what I'm talking about, Lori, right? No, I, I really don't want to have this conversation. Nope. Lori, let me tell you something. When you come to my house. Damn it. I'm going to wash the carpets. Okay. I'm going to put the dirty water in all these like uh, water cooler containers, I- empty water cooler containers. I thought the carpets was your vagina. It is. Oh, no. Why did I even bring that up? It makes it grosser. Lori, you know what my vagina looks like? Um. I don't know. Uh, ferret's poop? I don't no. know. You ever seen Lord of the Rings? Oh, the Eye of Sauron? Nope. Bilbo Baggins' house. It's There's a little wooden door. There's a tiny one. Yeah. Just there's a tiny wooden door. Uh-huh. And there's a little man who lives inside of it. And when you lick my pussy, he rides your tongue. He, like, tries to pretend to surf. <laughs> When your tongue goes in my... Well, first you have to open the little wooden door. But then when you put... Yeah. Uh, when you put your tongue in there, he stands on it like a little surfer and goes like, Kawabunga, dude. And he like... Uh, he rides it. And there's a lot of dirty feet oh, yeah. in your vagina, too. And then he yeah. goes, must be time for second breakfast when your tongue comes inside. All right. Well, as fun as it's been, has been Virgil. Um, I think we should get back to the podcast. All right, I'll go get Joe. So, yeah. Okay. How are you guys able to talk, but I can't hear him? Joe, you can take yourself off room. mute now. You can take yourself off mute. You fucking pig. Oh. What, what was it? What were you talking to my cousin about, Lori? That was really weird. You didn't hear all that? I did hear all that. Yeah, I was in the corner masturbating like Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm your wife? Is that (laughs) why? You're my podcast wife. Uh, (laughs) Much to my chagrin. Um, uh, Yeah, no, Virgil was very nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got a little little, um, sexual harassy at the end. Oh, did she? Okay. uh, Well, you know, that's why Laurel, not Laurel, that's why Virgil was fired from after. I don't know if you know this. Laurel was the first, no, who's Laurel? Virgil was the first, uh, she. uh, Laurel uh, is my cousin that I never talk about. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, I think, why you you got the two confused. Laurel is my cousin. Oh, do you have a number for her or anything? I mean, I haven't talked to her in ages. I I guess I could try calling her. Do you want to try calling she... her? Yeah, I mean, um, let's see. Okay. 
weird that we're both so quiet right now. I just got to go find my Rolodex and find, uh, I still, cause yeah, I still have a Rolodex that I use. Yeah. For, you know how you have a Rolodex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is this? All right. Okay, let's see. Yeah, we'll just wait for you to call your cousin Laurel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to... Um, you know what? I'm going to call her on my phone, but I'm going to connect it to, oh, the, okay. uh, to, the, to this. So hold on okay. one second. Let me just... Right. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Oh, okay. Weird. That, that, that's, uh, that sounds like you. That's my... No, it wasn't me. It's just how I have my sound. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of work here to... Uh... You know, I sent a dick pic to Aiden. Do you know this story? And uh, I was telling... Yeah, my, yeah I, you told I was me. telling... I'm not going to say who, but I was telling a friend about it, a gay friend. Yeah. And he goes, can I see it? And I didn't know how to answer that question, so I said I couldn't find the picture. And I go, oh, weird. I can't find it. Huh. How would I not be able to find it? It's, all, it's 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 lost in this sea of dick pics that I have. That's so weird. Yeah. Um. Hold on one second. Yeah. Oh no, Lori's crying again. I guess this thing with Laurel made her cry. Oh well, gosh, I feel bad. God, I'm constantly making. Lori cry- and now she's vomiting in her in her she's not really crying, she's coughing, but and now she's fake vomiting. There's a lot there's a lot going on with Lori today in terms of coughing and crying and vomiting. Like uh Oh, hello. Uh Hey then Laurel. Laurel, it's weird. Um, yeah, you're cut. Are you fr- are you cousins with someone named Lori? Yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> well, she was here and then she started coughing and she left the room. But I guess she left me with you, uh, Laurel. My name's Joe. I do a podcast with Lori. What the fuck is a podcast? Uh, that's a very good question. I've never actually been asked that question before. I guess it's like a radio show that you just do from the comfort of your own home. But Laurel, where do you live, Laurel? Lori's never mentioned you before. I live in the 909. <laughs> oh, the 909 area code. For people who don't know, that's sort of like a more like, uh, shit kicking, like, uh, uh, Trump loving MAGA country part of, uh, of uh, the Southern California. Now, Laurel, what happened? Because Lori said that you guys had a falling out. What did you guys have a falling out about? Yeah, we had a falling out because I, I was one of the first ones that came up with doing a crime podcast. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? why don't we focus on uh, on men who who do crimes? Because that, that, that hasn't been done enough. Uh-huh. And then the cunt bitch Lori was like... <laughs> Oh, I like that idea, but I'm going to make it all women. And I was like, nobody wants to hear about a bunch of stupid old women. <laughs> well, you know, Laurel, let me tell you something. Now, uh, you're a man, right? Uh, I prefer gender neutral. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gender fluid, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Laurel, since it's two uh, non-binary people here, I think I can tell you this. I I didn't want to do this show today, Okay. And so I signed on. And you're going to love this because you got in a fight with Lori and she did this horrible thing to you. I said, I'm going to make her cry today. And it was so easy. I, oh, Lori, you don't gonna, know the half of it. Lori cries every day. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. She, she'd cry. I, you know, for on the air, we're not on the air right now. I pretended to be feeling sorry for her the entire time uh, because I couldn't laugh out loud on the microphone. I was writing, ha, 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 ha. I got that bitch. On a piece of paper, and oh, she, um, she like a mother at a funeral for a son cutting onions. She can't <laughs> stop crying. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing more that I love making this Lori cry. I just want to tell you that before she comes back here. But anyway, so, so you know, let me ask you this, uh, Laurel. Why, why don't you just fucking sue her? Sue the pants off of her. I did. I'm a oh. sovereign citizen. I sent her a deed for $100,000. <laughs> yeah? She hasn't paid me yet. No, let me, I know how about another for Lori's side of the family. Which side of the family are you on? Are you on the best food side or the, um, the, what's the other, Miracle Whip side? Which side are you on? Miracle Whip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know, Lori, uh, she has two sides of her family. One side, uh, prefers potato salad made with best food. That's Lori's side. And the other side, the, the, the Hatfields and the McCoys, if you will prefer miracle whip. what is it about miracle whip that you like the most laurel it's tough like me you know <laughs> best foods people they're all soft because they've been getting the best foods mayonnaise yeah. and they've been getting they're just they just make a turkey sandwich and they're like oh i'm just gonna eat this turkey sandwich mm-hmm. well miracle whip people we make a turkey sandwich and then we gotta put some shit on top of it because the mayonnaise ain't great mm-hmm. so it's a journey yeah motherfucker laurel let me ask you this question so when Lori comes back here well, give me some advice. How can I make her cry again? What's another thing I could do? Oh, well, anything that involves her her career and her aspirations, oh, <laughs> instant get her. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also talk to her about how she uh, she sucks in bed. Yeah. She's not great at six. I don't know if that's true, Laurel. I don't know if you know this, Laurel. Uh, and if you join Afterthought Media at the ten dollar or more tier, you can hear this. She likes to stick her fist up her girlfriend's uh, hoo-ha. What? Yeah. I uh-huh. stick my fist up women's hoo-hahs. I oh, really? Who started that? Um. She, oh, you? She copied you? Yeah. She cop that bitch copied me for another time. I can't believe this shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what. What are you gonna do to her, Laurel? That's that's insane. When she comes back here, do you want me to like help you, or what? What can we do? No, I just uh, you know, I. Starting to realize that holding in this anger yeah. is really causing me to, you know, not ha- not live my life to the fullest. So, hey, Laurel, can I ask you a question? Earlier, when you were yeah. talking, there was music playing, but it it went away. Do you know what happened there? Oh yeah, that's uh, I, I actually I run a dojo, <laughs> and uh, I was playing the kids were working out, and I was playing yeah. uh, my favorite song by Big and Rich, my my favorite country band, yeah, uh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Uh, I like to play that when the kids first show up and the moms are there so I can like kind of do my dance moves and then the moms are like, ooh, I might want to actually have sex with this. <laughs> hey, what's going on with you? You seem like a nice guy. You, yeah. you like your hair. I like your beard. You yeah. seem like the kind of guy I want to see his penis. Oh, let me tell you this. Uh, I've been saying, well, I don't know if you know this, Laurel. I'm uh, gay. And so well, I so said. so am I on the right day. I wait, sent wait, my, wait. Well, I, have, I have a boyfriend. I sent him my uh, dick pic. Yeah, I've been sending him some dick pics. And uh Lori uh Lori sends out an email every month letting us know about her <laughs> friends and her and yeah. her uh her life so far. Yeah. It's like it's just like Jesus, god damn it, Lori. Do you need do you need that much attention? Do you know her friend Stowe? Ugh. What a loser. <laughs> we fucked back in the day. <laughs> I uh uh anyway she sent out an email yeah. and in the email she said that you and uh you and this guy were actually just flirty pen pals. So uh when did you move Oh on no, to we up, we uh up, up 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 we actually said we're more than flirty pen pals now. We don't have a label now. But it's uh we don't want to say boyfriends cuz we're not comfortable with that, but we but you are just it, said it. Well no, we're not comfortable with that. So there's no okay. label right now, but it's more it even though there's no label, it's not flirty pen pals. We're we we've, we've moved beyond flirty pen pals. That's what I tell the government. I'm not comfortable with being called a United States citizen. I'm a soft citizen. You, you know? know, we have a chat room here, Laurel, that's listening, and uh, uh, they want to know your feelings on uh, world-renowned um, animal expert Carol Baskin. What are your feelings on her? Oh, I, I, I was actually hired by her to kill her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a big mystery song. You didn't. People are dying to know that, Laurel. How come you haven't? You haven't. I mean, that's on my LinkedIn page. I don't know why nobody, <laughs> nobody has come talk to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, said, yeah. I killed Carol Baskin's husband. Yeah, no, that makes hire sense. Hire me, hire me for odd uh-huh. jobs. Yeah, uh huh. 
Uh, Spiral wants to know what you did with the body. Oh, I eat it. <laughs> you ate the body with Miracle I have it in my freezer. Yeah, I'm a hunter. <laughs> you know? You, you eat every part of the body. Yeah, Even yeah, the yeah. penis. Yeah. Well, Laurel, uh, this show is about to end. I don't know where Lori went. She probably went to go cry again. <laughs> like that baby she uh-huh. is. <laughs> yeah. She is not in touch yeah. with her emotions in a proper way. Yeah. So, uh, but Laura, we're, we're, we're going to call it a day. Um, Laura, I want to know what do you, what do you think of this song right here? Just, just a quick question here. Just let me only play a few seconds of it. All right. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but this was voted uh, the official anthem of lesbians everywhere in 2011. I voted for it. Oh, well, there you go. So you know. Yeah, it was me and a bunch of other people who uh, were definitely not lesbians. But Wait they a asked, minute. Do you think this is what lesbians would be into? And I said, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I said, if I oh. know anything about lesbians is they love to cry. Uh-huh. Because they're always on their period. Yeah. They love to drink period blood. Sure. And... This is their favorite song. All right. Well, all right. Well, Laurel, we're going to call it a day there. Uh, I don't know if Lori's ever going to come back. I don't know what happened. I want to wrap up the show. Uh, oh, uh, oh, I, I got one more thing I want to say. I got. Oh, oh, I think we lost Laurel. I don't know what happened there. Hey, guys. Sorry. Oh. He, uh, he disconnected me and then wanted to answer the phone. So. Oh, no, Lori, you don't know that Laurel was on the air with us for like, gosh, like 10 minutes. What? Yeah. You didn't hear me trying to call you back? No. I, I'm on the air. Oh. So my phone's in the other room. Lori, I gotta tell you something. Don't First of all, don't ever listen to this episode. But also, he told me some really awful things. And I tried to protect you. They're not true. Yeah. I Whatever said, he said, it's not true. Oh, well, I, I know they're not true. And he then, or she. And I, it, sorry. Yeah, he always gets mad at me. Yeah. I, I say he and does. I talked to him. And I said I would apologize to him for making you cry and stuff like that. So, like, we're good. But we had a really good conversation. We we definitely weren't talking shit on you or anything like that. Or, oh, um, well, that's yeah. nice. And I defended you when he was, like, attacked. Like, hey, don't you say that about my friend. Oh, well, yeah. that's sweet. I'm probably not going to re-listen to this. Don't because... re-listen. Yeah, don't re-listen yeah. to it. It don't just seems like it. a lot of work. It's also weird that I'm going to release this, even though I don't want anyone to listen to it. It's weird that I'm going to actually release this into the wild. Well, you know, you got to keep up your numbers. Yeah. Well, I you did, yeah, they, people did pay for things. All yeah. right. Well, guys, we're going to call it a day there. We did zero stories. Lori, you know what? Let's just do this. We, we, uh, I only have to let's read, let's let's read the read headlines. Let's read one story each. Okay. But the headlines. Only the headlines. The headline. Okay. So, okay. Here. What are your headlines while I pull them up? All right. Uh, I'm just going to do three. I'm going to actually, but let me play the theme under it while we do it. Let me play the theme under it while we do it. Okay. uh, All right, go ahead. All right. So are we just talking headlines or are we just doing? uh, Do what you want. Because you you cried, I'll let you do whatever you want. (laughs) Thank you. That's what my mom always used to say. Um, All right. So I have a, a male seal. In Germany, mm-hmm. killed eleven females by having sex with them. What? So they think that this male seal is a, a seal serial killer. Okay, a serial killer, Lori. That's a corny joke. Serial killer. Yeah. Um, Trump goes on a weird rant about sharks. Okay. And one of his rallies. Oh, I have a trip. no. But do you know? Wait, do you know? Actually, there's actually a really interesting story. Do they mention the Stormy Daniels connection? No. What, oh, that's a really interesting story. So, it, strangely, this weird conversation about sharks, uh, Trump doesn't realize confirms part of the, the confirms the Stormy Daniels story. Because in her deposition, she talked about, because they were basically asking, like, how do we know that you really know him? Like, maybe you met him one time. And she starts, so she starts saying, like, you know, um, that one thing she could say is he's obsessed with sharks and he hates them, and that he said that if he would, he will never donate to a, an agency that like tries to save sharks because he hates them so much. And okay. that, so that was always like a weird part of that deposition. And uh, and he inadvertently, without knowing, confirmed it because he started talking about how much he hates sharks. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's, that's the only reason I knew about that story is that the media was sort of covering that. Okay, wow. go ahead. 
And then my last last one, I mean, I have others, but the last one I think might be the only other quote-unquote interesting one is that another there was another story of another dead quote-unquote dead woman found breathing in a Detroit funeral home. What? Yeah. This is the second story we've had of a woman who's been quote-unquote dead and then mm-hmm. comes back to life. Do you think this is the beginning of the zombie apocalypse? Oh, that could be. Yeah. We're just seeing the early stages here. Um, yeah. Are those your only stories? The, that's it. Just okay. the, there's a serial killer. Okay. Serial yes. killer. Oh, yeah. Then Trump's obsession and, with sharks. Uh, and then, I mean, I have other ones, but they're not like as, I feel like they're not going to be as interesting. All right. This is what I have. I have two. Parents allegedly stream overweight daughters eating sessions for views. Okay. And German police alerted to, to shots fired find sleeping man and TV. Those are oh. the ones that I had. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, wait. Yeah. yeah. How do you get in a TV? No, 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 no. I, I read the story. So they bust into this guy's house thinking there's shots be fired. It was he was asleep and the TV was at max volume. Oh, so he wasn't in the TV. No, 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 no. He was asleep in front of the TV and there was some sort of like gun show on or whatever, you know? Like kind of like my oh. arm, like my buys, you know, my biceps, the gun show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, and I got my tickets though. I got yeah. my tickets too. You got your tickets to, to the, the gun show? show? Good. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That fucking bitch Hillary Clinton not gonna get her arms on my guns, you know? Where's the beach? <laughs> that way. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we're going to call it a day there for this uh, very strange and bu- a wonderful episode of Cuckoo Bananas. We'll it see- was a Cuckoo Bananas episode of Cuckoo Bananas. Yeah, it was a Cuckoo Bananas episode of Cuckoo Bananas. We'll see you guys next week. Lori, don't listen to this episode ever!